You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Hello, y'all. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 37 of the Heart and Soul Podcast. We are, this is going to be a quick little fun episode today. Technically, while you're listening to this, I will be in Jamaica. Chelsea will be on her honeymoon, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Adi, Adi. I'll be at least on the way. Yeah. Because I think our flight's at like 7 a.m. or so. Wait, what What day do you leave? Tuesday. Okay, you leave. Oh, wait, no, so this would be on Wednesday. Yeah. You have a couple days, but that's good, before yeah, you leave. Yeah, we wanted, since to, we're doing a Friday wedding, we yeah. wanted to have the whole weekend with everybody. Cause that's a great idea. It's like the first time slash only time we're going to have literally all of our people here in Washington. Yeah. so we're gonna do like a beach day on Saturday and like hang That's out with we everybody. Did. It was so fun. So I'm very excited but yeah we'll leave we're gonna drive to Raleigh on Monday night because our flight is out of RDU at like 7 a.m. so we're just gonna stay there and then leave in the morning. That's on a good Tuesday. idea. So it's weird yeah. that when this comes out like this will be in the past. I know right? So meta. <laughs> guys well welcome we're back we're back we just recorded the episode with megan which hopefully you listened to last week yes she was amazing amazing. um and now we're just gonna do a quick little fun episode just the two of us answering some fun table table topper questions questions uh but first you want to get into our yeah happies and crappies should i go first this time yeah okay um well aside from the fact that i just got married when you're listening to this that's so weird to say I'm still not actually there I'm a wife um that's obviously a happy that I can't wait to actually talk about in real time in real time yeah um but this past weekend I'd say was another crappy because not only was it amazingly beautiful weather after the hurricane did not destroy our our town Mm -hmm. um I we got to have like a really fun night Friday with a bunch of friends, including you guys. It was so fun. We just, like, haven't gotten our friend group together like that in a really long time. And what I loved about that was it was, like, a lot of really random people, too. Like, yeah. it was, like, such a interesting mix of people, but it all just, like, worked. It did. And it was so fun and nice. So, like, everyone was just so ready to get out of the house after being cooped up for a few days with the storm. Um, so that was fun. And then I got to spend a ton of time at the beach, like... I have not gotten to go to the beach and just lay out pretty much all summer. Yeah. Like, I've maybe done it. I could count, count it on one hand how many times this summer. So, Saturday, Jordan and I and my friend Morgan went to the beach. And then Sunday, I finally, finally, finally got back on a horse. I saw that! Which has been literally like a year. Actually, I rode once back in the spring, but it was just like a little trail ride. I didn't really, like ride ride yeah so it had been probably about a year maybe a little over a year that I actually got on and like rode um was it so fun oh gosh it was so fun and it felt like I mean it was me and my friend who I used to ride on the equestrian team with in school so it was like a weird time warp because we were back at the place that we used to ride in college and it was like with the same girl that I used to lesson with and like but now you're older and And now we're like adults getting married working full-time jobs and like still love going out and riding just as much um so it was a little bit weird yeah but um I was fully anticipating like oh I'm gonna feel so out of shape it's gonna I'm gonna be so sore 
because usually when you ride, it's like a, it's a totally different, different set of muscle. Yeah. Um, but as I was riding around, I was like, dang, I feel pretty freaking solid right now. Like my leg wasn't swinging around everywhere. I felt like really strong and really good. I was like, I don't think I'm going to feel that terrible. And um, sure enough, I feel great. Good. I wasn't even sore at all. And I rode like a while. I bet so, actually yoga helps with that. I was going to say, I think it's because I've been keeping up with practicing yoga very regularly and like also strength training. Yeah. Because um, as long as your core is pretty strong and you continue working your legs, like you'll probably be in better, yeah. better shape than if you didn't. So anyway, so that was a big happy. Um, and then I guess a little crappy is while we were um, in hurricane mode, Last week, we spilled red wine on our carpet. Ooh, been there, done that. Um, well, but it was on a couch. Ours is on a yeah, couch. Yeah, this was so I had drink. I was drinking a glass of wine while we were watching a movie, and I didn't finish it, which I'm kind of notorious for doing that. Like I never like chug it till the end. I always leave like a little bit at the bottom. Just a little. And I left it on the table, and all of a sudden I hear this. I went into bed, and I hear a crash. And Jordan had like fallen asleep. Probably with like his legs on the coffee table, and he woke up and like twitched, I guess. Uh, and I heard the glass broke, and it was all over the carpet. Oh no! So I'm like, okay, wide awake now. I'm gonna go scrub the crap out of it. Um, Did you get out? It does not look like red wine anymore, but now it just looks like dirt yeah. because we had to like scrub it up. So now it just looks kind of brown but I'm sure if we put like a carpet cleaner over it yeah. would be fine we just gotta that's the worst feeling though when you're like oh no. yeah, it's like slow motion it's the worst <laughs> I hate having carpet I really wish our landlord would put in hardwood floors because it's just the, you literally can never feel like it's clean yeah so anyway that's minor but that would yeah. be the only crappy I could think of that'll do it um I my happy is that by the time this podcast is out so this will be next Wednesday the 18th on Thursday the 19th we're doing a screening Woo! for the soul documentary that Christy Ray and her partner Erica um filmed and I'm really excited for that so if you're listening to this and it's not Thursday yet and you live in Wilmington yes you should come it's going to be at Bombers Beverage Company downtown I believe it's downtown I'm actually yeah it's downtown um and we'll have a bunch of vendors there like Missio the Hallelujah Mission Made Jewelry, um, all the usual suspects, Jackie Garris Art. Um, we'll have a, a makeup artist doing makeup there. It'll oh be gosh. it'll be super fun. And the the screen's only like I think the video's ten minutes, so it's a quick screen and you just kinda enjoy drinks with friends and hang out. So that's gonna be so fun. I'm so yeah, sad I'm not gonna be there. You'll be there. Well, you'll actually in the film, so you will be there. <laughs> I'll be there on the screen. So you'll I be mean, on the big screen. I guess that's cool. Um, so that, that's something that's happy in my life. Um, my crappy, I'm having a really hard time finding a crappy right now, which is a good thing. I think that like the biggest crappy that I'm learning about just the industry that I work in is like the lack of consistency sometimes with training people, Mm -hmm. like especially one-on-ones. Like last week during the hurricane, for instance, I had nine cancellations and that's nine hours of, it wasn't even during the hurricane. It was like prior to the hurricane, after the hurricane. Yeah. That's nine hours of work that I just don't get paid for. And luckily we're like, we, we save for situations like this and we're fine, but it's just kind of like frustrating. 
Um, I get it. It's I worked in that yeah, industry so, for a long time, and it's very, it's a rewarding, and it's so amazing, job, but it's hard. But it's very hard. Yeah, yeah. So I think that like that is like a big reason why I really wanted this online app to um, be successful because yeah. like it's something that someone can do from home, and I know that that's like the biggest issue with fitness sometimes is just getting to the gym yeah um so yeah I I think that that's like that's just been a learning curve for me of like how do I um make up for that time in other ways Mm -hmm. so that's that's it'll happen yeah it'll It'll happen it's take some time to figure it all out but you will and if y'all want to do the app by the way (laughs) it's uh 20 off your first month if you use the code soul so s-o-l-e do Do it it. um but yeah that's it Shall we get into a... Let's do some table questions. talk questions. Do you want to do a review of the week or do we have another one? I don't know if we have another one right Yeah, now. rude. Guys, come on. Leave us reviews. <laughs> I mean, we have 162 on there, but I feel like we've read a lot of them. Yeah, we're good. Let's do some table talk questions. All right. So if you've ever been at a dinner party and they have that box of like table topic cards, I have that at my house. So we are going to just pull some mm-hmm. and answer the questions a little game day game yeah. game day night thing all right so look at the draw do you hear it do you hear it <laughs> first question okay what would you miss most about your home if you moved oh my gosh like the classic answer if we move from here would be like the beach but I think what I would miss most is the community of people like how everyone's so tight-knit and supportive of each other. Like, I think I would miss the small-town community feel in, like, a bigger town. Mm-hmm. See, it's funny you answered it that way because I was thinking, like, my house, like, my current house. I wasn't thinking, like, oh. I would ever move away from Wilmington because I have no plans of doing that. I, yeah, I don't so. have any plans of moving from Wilmington um, either. But, yeah, it's, I guess it could go either way. Yeah. Well, my what I would miss from this home would be – Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with our house. So I would miss the openness of it and um, the location. Like we're so mm-hmm. close to the beach and like Mayfair and everything. Same. I would say that too. We're so close to so many good things, including our favorite tacos. Um, <laughs> Shout out to a big deal. Yeah. Um, I guess with our house, I just love like how op- like big and open it is. And then we yeah, have- y'all do have a big open house. I mean, yours is too, but, like, our ceilings go mm-hmm. all the way up to the second story in our living room, which is just... I love that, like, natural light and open mm-hmm. space. Um, and then we also have three extra rooms upstairs, which is so nice when, like, if both of our parents want to come at the same time or a bunch of friends yep. want to come one weekend, which to the beach sometimes happens. Um, and I love entertaining, so that's Yeah, you're a big... Fun. You're so good at hospitality. Um, so whenever... Thank you. Mm-hmm. So whenever we do buy a house, I would definitely want like plenty of space for guests office space and like the same amount of natural light because that would be such a big like ugh, I would never want to yeah live without that now that I've lived with now it. that you have it I've always told Michael like if we were rich <laughs> I wouldn't spend money on like a na- necessarily like a big house but I would spend money on like interior design yeah so hard yeah. like I would want my house to look so homey and like have a theme and like Mm-hmm. white natural and mm-hmm. I was like I would drop some major bucks for some oh, yeah. interior design situations I would too I love decorating 
Um, I would hire with, someone for sure. <laughs> with Wilmington, gosh, I would literally miss everything. I know, I, I love it so much. everything about it, so I don't really want to go anywhere anytime Never soon. leave. Okay. Okay, next, next question. I'm drawing. Oh, frick. <laughs> they all fell. What is the best way to deal with stress? Hmm. I... I would say it's like turning to what is your, whatever your outlet is, because I think that's different for everybody, mm -hmm. where you do not have to think about anything else but what you're doing. Where you can clear your head. Yeah, like for me, growing up, that was always riding. Like as soon as I went out to the farm and like got my horse, that was my job to take care of her. And then when you're riding her, it was just like, okay, I'm giving her a good workout and I'm just like out here enjoying the beautiful farm and the weather. Yeah, and just, it's like your happy place. Yeah, it was always like my stress relief. Um, but other than that, it's always been like movement. Yeah. So, especially down by the water. Yeah. I feel like that's just a natural anxiety relief. Those are my two. I was going to say my, my first thing I do when I'm, well, first thing I do when I'm stressed is like freak out. Yeah. And the second thing I do. <laughs> I run. I'm, I'm a runner. Like mad. I usually don't, but if I'm like really stressed about something, or usually it's when I'm upset or mad, I need to. I just need to run. Yeah, so that's mine. I go for a run to the beach, mm -hmm. and I get the ocean situation because that always calms me. And then, like running, people always make fun of me because like, like your warm up for your workout was like a three mile run. I'm like, but that's like my yoga. Mm -hmm. Like to me, that's easy. That's not like. Mm -hmm. And I, I worked hard to get to that point where it's easy, but like a three mile run is like. It's leisurely. So funny. So Morgan and I were driving to the beach together the other day, and there was this girl running the loop. It was, like, really freaking hot. This was on Sunday. Sunday. I was running it, and I, I saw your picture. Well, I said, um, she goes, oh, good for that girl. It's really hot today. I would not be running. I go, I bet you Catherine's running right now. <laughs> and then we get to the beach. I was like, well, Catherine would, or something like that. Yeah. And then we got to the beach, and I looked at your Instagram, and it was like, it's too hot. Yourself, it's way too hot to run it today. Was I was so like, hot. I stopped, look, like, I told you. I stopped so many times just because of the heat alone. It, it wasn't, was hot. It was, like, bad. Yeah. It, it, yeah. But, yeah, running to de-stress. And then I would like to say I would hope that my first thing to do when I'm stressed is, like, pray and find God, but it's definitely not always my first thing. Yeah. But that usually helps, like, resting in truth and mm – -hmm coming back to like your center whatever that is for you yeah so agree next question i hope y'all are answering these in your car by the way mm -hmm. or wherever you're listening i like this question how has your taste in clothes changed over the years oh gosh where do i begin <laughs> well we'll start from <laughs> sixth grade when i wore limited to board shorts and matching tops <laughs> like every day to school who's Who with me it? and like butterfly clips and all the 90s Oh, yeah. Early 2000s situations. Um, my style has definitely become more, like, sporty recently because I just work in fitness now. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I can make anything with yoga pants look cute, I'm doing it. I'm that kind of girl. Um, I don't know. My style is, like, I don't, I don't really know what my style is. I don't have, like, a look. Like, just, like, chill and... yeah. I feel like you're relaxed. Usually, like you can be pretty trendy though. Like not too trendy, but like like I wore overalls this weekend. That's like pretty different. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. Like I'm like a tomboy chic. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's true. Um, mine. 
I mean, obviously, like, growing up, you go from, like, middle school and high school where you just want to wear straight up um, Abercrombie and Oh, yeah. You had to have a label. I don't know if that's still a thing or not, but it was, like, you had to have that label. And, like, it was always just, like, jeans and a freaking $60 t-shirt. Or, like, the (laughs) bell-bottom jeans and then, like... Yeah, the the belt... With oh the belt and the t-shirt where you'd like roll up yeah. a sleeve on the or side or you wear a polo underneath the t-shirt. Oh, that was hideous. Yeah, bomb. That was such a thing, um, though. So that was that, and then like growing up riding, I always kind of had like I always had like a little bit of an edge. Like I always liked to have something a little bit funky and different, but I was not really brave enough to wear that stuff regularly till later in life. Mm-hmm. But I think growing up riding made my style a little bit, like, preppier sometimes. I was very, like, gap and... Equestrian. Equestrian, like... Equestrian chic. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ralph Lauren and, you know, that type of stuff, like, yeah. through high school. And then when I got to college, it was more, like, just wearing what I wanted and getting a little bit more, like, eclectic, I guess. And yeah. now I would say I, I like to be trendy, but I usually pick my clothes based on how comfortable they are. Right. And, like, if it feels like I'm wearing pajamas... So I basically live in jumpsuits mm-hmm. all the time. Um, I know. I like I a very, like, like, boho vibe, too. I was going like, to say boho beach for you. Yeah. Like, I like to wear a lot of, like, maxis and, like, loose, loose pants. pants. Yeah, yeah, that's your thing. Like, funky earrings. Yeah, you're a big um, dangle earring girl. Yeah. Like, a statement earring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a... That's a good question. Of... Next. Where were you on September 11th, 2001? Getting deep with this. Um, yeah. September 11th. That's weird because that's t- tomorrow. That's when we're recording this. Uh, it's yeah. actually t- September 11th is tomorrow. Well, have we talked about this before on the podcast? I don't know that I we don't have. think so. Okay. Um, I was in fourth grade and I was living on Long Island at the time where I grew up. We talked about this on your, um, we had a conversation recently about this okay. in the car at your bachelor party, or bachelorette party. Yes. We were in that Uber yep. and we were talking about it. Okay. Yep. I was like, this sounds so familiar. Yeah. I knew we had had this conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was in fourth grade and so we lived probably about like an hour to an hour and a half from New York City. And um, my dad very frequently worked in the city and I probably say like once a week at least um where he had an office in the World Trade Center and so I just remember sitting in my classroom and all of a sudden like this teacher walks in to mm-hmm. our doorway and she just looks at my teacher and they're like giving each other these looks like they know something's up and this was obviously back before like social media and like cell phones really I mean yeah it was like you found out on the news yeah so I don't even know how she found out but I just remember her saying this one line and she was like I don't know but there's there's helicopters circling and I was like what and I knew then and there like something was going on and you know you're 10 so you don't really know and then little by little people started getting called down to the office and I think I was one of the first where it was like Chelsea, come to the office. Your mom is here to come get you. And I was like, what? Okay. Oh, that's like, freaky. I had no idea why. And it was like early. You know, it wasn't like Oh, no. It later. happened at like 8 a.m. Yeah. I think it was like 8 or 9. Yeah. And so it was probably, 
soon after that that my mom came to get me and she got me in the car and I think she picked up my neighbor as well and she brought her mom in the car and they were trying to explain to us like what happened like we've been attacked and I was like what do you mean we've been attacked yeah it was hard to I don't understand yeah um and then right away of course our heart sinks because my dad had had a meeting in the Twin Towers scheduled for that morning that had gotten canceled at like 10 or 11 p.m. the night before. Oh. So he would have been my there. My God. He would have been there. Um, but luckily he was not. And it just took him a while to get home because the traffic on the island that day oh, was that gives me, like, nuts. Because like he was, it, it's like if anything were to happen on Long Island, it would be impossible to evacuate. Like, because it's this little island and you have to take one of the bridges to get through yeah. the city. And then it's like city traffic. And so they were closing all the bridges and the subways and the tunnels and like everyone was just flooding back to the island. That's so um, nuts. Yeah, you were so close to it. Yeah, and so I just remember like co- coming home and watching the TV and like seeing it play over and over, over and over. Watching the plane hit over and over and over. And I was terrified. Like had nightmares for weeks of like Osama bin Laden setting our streets on fire and like it was really really bad um and not only that but we were so used to seeing planes fly over all the time so it was like really eerily quiet and then we saw smoke for a while like from it that's insane Mm -hmm. that part is because it it had that big of an impact and we weren't even that far away so jeez um you know you hear you heard some kids in school who had family members that were there yeah. and lost you were people. So close. It was um, really rough. And I remember, I think I was in, it was my sophomore year of college. I was taking a sociology class and we were watching some documentary about 9-11 or like some type of like conspiracy thing. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but I just remember like my blood boiling because I was so angry at like what I don't even remember what they were saying but it was something that was just a little bit insensitive to what had actually happened and I remember raising my hand and chewing my teacher out and I was like Get I it, was girl. there do not talk about what this is like for you like I was literally an hour away I mean thank god I wasn't worse than that but like I just remember yeah. losing it on her and uh, she was like oh okay <laughs> So wow, that um, is insane. Yeah, it's and it's still a memory that I go back to very easily. It's a vivid. lot. Yeah, super vivid. Mm-hmm. Mine's not as intense, but I was in seventh grade. Um, I was in like not I was in volleyball at the time, so I was in the gym, and um, I remember our coach told us like the the trade centers have been hit, but I didn't understand even what the world trade center was or like i didn't know it was two twin towers in new york city like i didn't know new york so i was so confused i was like i don't know what this means and then i remember going to um uh english class and mr simon our my english teacher played it on the news in class and we watched and it was like whoa and but it's still like the gravity of it didn't hit me Mm -hmm. i just didn't get it and Mm -hmm. i remember that day i took a science test and i was such a nerd in school and like straight a kid my whole life Mm -hmm. and I thought I did really poorly on the science test and I came home and was crying to my mom about this science test and she was like I will never forget how intense she was when she scolded me like in a very like that doesn't matter 
Mm-hmm. She was like, with everything going on in the world today, it doesn't matter what you got on your science test. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, yeah. this has got to be a huge deal. Right. And then I started watching the news with my parents that night and that's when it hit me. But it mm-hmm. took me like almost a full day to really get what was going on. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it until I saw it like, yeah. on the news and then, I, then it hit me. And I remember just bursting into tears because I thought, like I genuinely thought this is it. Like, they're coming to Long Island next. Because we were so close that I, like, my little 10-year-old brain was like, oh, gosh, well. Take cover. That's that's here. Like, we're going to get hit, too. Right. Um, Bear's looking your toe. Hey, Bear. Yeah, it was not. I mean, I'm sure it was way worse for some people. Like, my my roommate's dad was, uh, I think, a police officer some sort of officer in the city and like he can't even talk about it to this day because yeah. like all the people all the first responders oh i'm sure go, they are like, just scarred ugh, for life i cannot even i can't imagine. imagine yeah well let's end on a good note yeah let's do one more good one, one more <laughs> what's the most entertaining concert you've ever seen Ooh. this is easy gosh well i feel like ours is going to be the same Taylor Swift. Aside from Taylor Swift. Yeah. Well, we won't count her because she is on another level of entertainment. Yeah. So besides Taylor, what is the most entertaining concert? Still a tough call, but I would, I say it's a tie between Maroon 5 and John Mayer. Ooh, I've always wanted to see John Mayer in concert. John Mayer was so good. Weren't you like front row for Maroon Five? Yeah, so literally yeah, that front would, row. That'd be like, game changer. Looked at Adam Levine. Uh, it that was definitely one yeah. of the best concerts of my life for that reason. And it was a really good show too. But like being that close to the band was so fun. Yeah, like next level of fun. My favorite band to see in concert, and I've gone to many of theirs, is Johnny Swim. Have you heard of them? Mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah, so I've gone to probably like four of their shows now. And last year, um, I think this was actually before, or maybe right when we met. I remember um, you guys going to Raleigh for it, right? We went to Raleigh, and then like a couple weeks later, they had one in Wilmington. And we went to oh. that one. And Michael had surprised me with VIP tickets, so I got to meet them before. Oh my gosh. So we got to like meet them and Drew. They're a husband and wife? Yeah, and Drew Holcomb was with them too. So I'm obsessed with Drew Holcomb. He did our first dance song in our wedding, and like I was like, oh my gosh. So we got to meet them in person, like hug them and take selfies with them. And then Mm -hmm. they did this like little acoustic song for us, like a cover song. Oh. And it was like so cool. So like during the concert, I was like, (laughs) I'm with I know them. I know like them. No big deal. <laughs> just like looking at my like me and Amanda on my pictures and my phone. So fun. They're just so entertaining and like so good live. Oh, their music is so, so like good. gets you in the heart. Yeah. Um well I hope that sorry this is like such a short episode, but you know, Chelsea's on her honeymoon and <laughs> we've just got yeah, things maybe. to do, people. Um but we hope that you enjoyed this and that you even answered some of these questions in your car or wherever yes. you're listening. Or just send us your answers. Yeah, send us your answers. Maybe when you're listening, screenshot it and um, write out your answer to one of the questions. And or do a little video. And we'll do, a, do a video and we'll share it. What a great idea. Yeah. Um, well, we love you guys so much and we hope that you are um, having the best week and we will talk to you next week. Okay. Love you. Love you. Bye.